Welcome to the All IVF Ever Wanted podcast with Gareth and Emma. That's me. <laughs> documenting our next and possibly final round of IVF. Um, this process will be keeping me sane and probably driving Gareth a little bit crazy. <laughs> um, so we hope that this does also help you guys as well. So enjoy the episode. Okay, we're back to talk about testing. So which tests have been different this time to last time um, to the previous cycles, really? Because I think when we first started fertility cycles, your testing only went as far as standard sperm analysis, Yeah, which was on the day, mm-hmm. not before. Mm-hmm. So it was on the day and afterwards they gave us the report of how fantastic your sperm was yeah and i think well what were their exact words their exact words were she was very pleased with that (laughs) their exact words were you have amazing sperm it's really good like all of these things right yeah yeah which obviously leads you to think that there's no issues at all and that we don't need to look any further yeah which is what we have been under the kind of understanding of for seven cycles, Mm -hmm. which is frightening to me when I actually say it out loud, because how can we get seven cycles in before we take a proper look at your sperm? Yeah. It's crazy, right? When you think of all the tests I've had. And then I suppose what we found out is that I had to do another slightly different test called a DNA fragment, a sperm DNA fragmentation test. Um, I'm still not entirely sure what that is, Em. So sperm analysis um, does looks at the shape and the way it moves and if they're intact. Mm-hmm. So if you imagine a tadpole, it just kind of looks at the outside. If mm-hmm. you imagine a human being, it's looking at the outside and it's like watching a group of humans and are they running or are they lying down or is one running backwards do they look whole has someone you know got bits missing or not um whereas a sperm dna fragmentation actually looks at the dna integrity within the head of the sperm okay. which is where it is so um in the head of the sperm the dna is tightly coiled in a spring mm-hmm. in like a in a coil sorry and that's the dna and when it gets fragmented, it's like those little coils sort of blow and become a bit wiry. Okay. That's how Jonathan Ramsey discussed it and explained it to us. Yeah. Um, and in any sample, they look at it and they say, in any sample, how many of a hundred sperm have got DNA fragmentation and how many haven't. Mm-hmm. Um, and I think the sort of going number is that for IVF, you want it to be 20% or lower. Yeah. And um, we did yours and it came back at 31. Came back at 31, yeah. And I think it was your friend, wasn't it, that said that that could potentially be a reason for why our embryos were breaking down after about day three or day four. Day three, yeah. Um, it could be more sperm related, which is why we did that fragmentation test. And, and lo and behold, it came back a little bit high. Mm. Um, you know, I've done it twice now, haven't I? Because the first time I did it, I wish I'd just literally come down with COVID, which Dr. Ramsey said could actually affect the level of fragmentation. Um, 
since then we've done it again when we were back in the UK over the summer and my fragmentation levels came down, um, which is why I'm working on really cleaning up my diet, making sure I'm on the right supplements, because hopefully by the time we're ready to um, uh, collect the embryos, my sperm sample will be optimal. Mm. And... <clears throat> Yeah, so yours, it had come down a bit, but it was still outside of what we would like it to be. Yeah. Um, and it can be brought down by diet, by supplements. Mm -hmm. um, sometimes there can be a little infection, he told us, mm -hmm. um, which apparently 30-odd percent of men have and don't know they have. It's not an STI. It's just something that kind of lives there and can be fixed with a short course of antibiotics. So there's lots of different reasons. Um, Varicocele is another reason why um, DNA fragmentation can be high. But we went to see Jonathan Ramsey, who is a leading urologist, andrologist in the UK, and um, to rule, you know, to get all of this ruled out because it's, there's no question that there's fertility issues on my side. There absolutely is. And when there's fertility issues on my side, we actually need the sperm to be perfect. Exactly. Like, yeah. As good as it can be, because the eggs are already working really hard. And it would be a shame yeah. if we got your eggs to a perfect level of satisfaction and then I let the side down <laughs> stupidly through poor diet yeah. or something silly like that. So they say that the egg's doing all the work for the first three days. And then after day three, on day three, the sperm kind of switches on and activates within the embryo. And if there's things that need to be sort of corrected, then maybe a younger, healthier egg or whatever would be able to kind of make those corrections. Whereas because of my diagnosis, maybe my eggs are struggling a bit more. So having the best possible sperm with the lowest DNA fragmentation um, is can only help. Yeah. Right. Um, so we've also had um, I've had my vitamin D levels tested to organize my supplements. Um, I've had the MTHFR gene tested, which is fine. I'm not resistant to um, folic acid or folate. So I, I'm not resistant to that. So I absorb that well. Um, I did have my testosterone and DHEA levels checked and they were low. So I'm now back on a full strength of DHEA every day um, up until retrieval. Um, so it's important that, you know, that you only go on that if you need to. And that's because your levels would show you need to. And I do. And interestingly, between the January round and the February round, I took a course of DHEA then and my eggs went from collecting two eggs to eight eggs, yeah, wasn't it? Yeah, big, big improvement. Yeah, it was, wasn't it? Um, so let's hope, let's see um, what the difference is this time around. Um, we had, yeah, so you went to see Jonathan Ramsey. Mm -hmm. And what did he tell you you've got to do? Ice my balls <laughs> in the morning when I wake up. Uh, and before I go to bed and, and literally ice my balls. Um, <laughs> what are the pants called that he's I in? can't remember what the, the, there's a special pair of boxes with but little they're, ice they're not available ice here in the UAE, are Yeah, they? they're not available here. Um, are they called snowballs? Snowballs! I can't remember. Yes, that's what they're called. They're called snowballs and they're special boxes with a pouch. And you actually slip the ice patch, <laughs> it, ice pack in the pouch of the pants that's and they're it, called yeah. snowballs. Yeah. But, 
um we're in the uae and we couldn't get it in time so we've had to just well Gareth... I mean, you offered to you know <laughs> make, to... make a pair for me but I, I passed on that one i offered to fashion a pair <laughs> i was gonna stitch two together wasn't i yeah um so i literally get up and you know there's an ice pack that we got in the freezer i just pull it out wrap it in a tea towel and just... one of the let's be clear though not one of those big hard ones that no, you put no, in like a picnic a, yeah, bag like because no it's a gel pack, isn't gel it? pack a nice like a small get... ice gel pack yeah like you get the osteopath yeah. or something not not like what you put in with the beers in the, <laughs> in the picnic to, basket to be fair it's, it's not too much to ask really because you know i can just lie there at the end of the day or lie there first thing in the morning um 15 20 minutes and then you know away away you go and for for people to understand because obviously we've just literally gone from talking about supplements to icing your balls so let's put some context around that um why to keep the temperature low why to help with sperm fragmentation because yeah because i think from my understanding anyway when the temperature is very high it can lead to high levels of fragmentation Mm. um so it's just to keep it cool um, yeah. So I'm not allowed any hot showers, hot baths. Um, I suppose even going in the sea here in Dubai is, is a bit of a no-no because that can be quite hot at times. Yeah, the sea, just guys, um, the sea, for those that haven't been to Dubai or don't yeah, live here, the sea can like literally get water. hotter than a bath here. So, Although it's not too bad now, it, yeah, I think it's okay now. But a few um, weeks ago it wouldn't have been, would it? Yeah, so cold showers, cold baths, um, lots of time in the swimming pool and an ice pack every morning and every night before bed. That's right. And that's because of something called varicocele, which, just to put this into simple terms, is a, a, a large, a wide vein. And um, the wider the vein, the more blood can run through the vein. So blood is warm and hot, right? So the wider the vein, the more heat that's going through the testicles. So um, if it's a very large varicocele, then they do something you know, they'd actually do like a, a little operation to remove the varicocele. But um, in Gareth's case, it's only slightly enlarged. So it's just a case of maintaining temperature, which is icing your balls twice a day. Um, and that, in Dr. Ramsey's professional opinion, is enough yeah. to, you know, give you the best sperm health between now and then. So, yeah, so he's getting up in the morning, making his fertility shake, and then he goes and sits in the lounge with with his boxer shorts on because otherwise it might stick to his skin so you know guys if anyone's listening to this and this is something you've got to do make sure you're not putting the ice pack on your skin <laughs> you'll be going to any um but yeah boxer shorts on and then sit on it don't you yeah just while you drink your shake and watch your youtube on there basically and what are you watching youtube about crypto crypto finance <laughs> boxing <laughs> sports whatever really it's quite enjoyable in the morning <laughs> And then again at night time. I just, yeah, I just lie in bed with it. Yeah. Lie in bed with it for, as I said, 15, 20 minutes. At first I thought it would just be a real pain in the ass, but it's um, it's not too bad. Yeah, not too bad at all, is it? Um, I say that, it's not me doing it. but And um, so that's it, really, um, for Gareth on that side of things. But the supplements have really changed, haven't they? Yes, supplements have changed. So what I'm on, Omega-3 in the morning with um, COQ10. Mm -hmm. Um, What am I on, probiotic, um, 
Amigas at night, Proxied at night. So I've got it all laid out in a little pill jar so we can just nicely just go through it on a daily basis. Like um, old people with our pill sorters. Yeah. <laughs> um, but it, um, yeah, so more full on than last time. But like I said, all these little things that hopefully will give us that, you know, extra, you know, two, three, four, five percent chance. You know, in my eyes, mm. that's a big difference for us, you know. Mm-hmm. Mm. And we also had a consultation, didn't we, with Melanie Brown um, mm-hmm. with... Anna, Anna, who works for Melanie Brown Nutrition, and she has tailored our food. Mm-hmm. And it is slightly different for you and me, isn't it? Yeah, it's all about eating regularly, portion control, um, really just sticking to, I suppose, three sit-down meals a day, whereas I, I like to have maybe sometimes five or smaller meals, maybe sometimes even six because I like to train biggest uh biggest thing for me was no protein powder yeah. and no coffee no caffeine should i say no caffeine, yeah that's that's a struggle um but slowly you know slowly um getting used to it yeah um what else i've got to have a, a, a stranger i've got to have a spoonful of tomato puree every day <laughs> um she suggested having it on a cracker but that's a bit too intense for me so I just have it, you know, just treat it as a bit of sauce with with my meal. Um, and other than that, just a super clean, clean diet, lots of vegetables, no gluten, um, circulating lots of different healthy protein contents. Um, no refined sugar. No refined sugar, no fast foods. Organic produce. Yeah, everything organic. Where you can, which is yeah. not possible Yeah, so I mean, it's, it's cases, a, it, for all but... intents and purposes, it's a nice healthy diet. Mm. Um, it's just maybe a little bit restrictive. Yeah. And then your, for example, for you, dairy is a bit of a no-no. Yeah, dairy is a no-no. Because of the estrogen that's kind of pumped into it. Dairy is good for you. Dairy is good for me, not for you. Um, You're on a nut medley every single day, aren't Mm -hmm. you? Um, Yeah. Which has been recommended. Uh, Is it 30 grams of walnuts, 15 grams of um, almonds, and 15 grams of hazelnuts every day and three and three brazil nuts yeah it's quite a lot of nuts isn't it it is a lot of nuts yeah <laughs> you'll be sick of it by the end of it it's not too bad blending blending most of them up in your shake though in the morning's okay and i like yeah. the shakes in the morning i like the fertility shakes yeah that's probably something i'll, I'll kind of stick to i mean what's in it we've got a half an avocado banana kale Kale frozen, kale, frozen kale, frozen berries, a um, little bit of cacao powder, some blueberry porridge oats, powder. yeah, blueberry powder, vitamin D drops, vitamin D drops. So it's actually quite nice. Um, I think I'll go back to adding a bit of protein powder into something like that, and that will still pretty much be my breakfast. Yeah, protein powder after yeah, after retrieval. after retrieval. Yeah. Um, but I quite like the shakes. Mm. Yeah, I mean, I quite like mine. Um, it took me a little while to get get to grips with the taste of the avocado i think but actually now that i'm used to it it's kind of all right yeah i like it yeah um yeah it's all right and in mine i've got extra stuff like collagen and flaxseed and can't remember the other one they're a little bit different aren't they and then mm. mine all, mine all changes again for stims yeah and i've got to start glugging about full fat organic milk milk 
which is a bit weird because we can't add milk in years have we we've just been on almond milk and we actually don't have a lot of dairy in our diet but for stims it's recommended that you have 500 milliliters of full fat organic milk mm-hmm. i'm not looking forward to that part <laughs> glugging back milk um so there we go so there's a few of our little bits and pieces that we're doing for nutrition um we've both had the full cario type yeah, testing we did done. that we did that before going yeah. into any of the ivf rounds really yeah. i think that was a must considering what happened last time with our baby yeah um so it's nothing new this round no nothing new this round but they're tests that we've had um so we had the carrier type and the carrier type and we're both carriers of genetic conditions but none of them match so we've been advised that there's you know no little to no risk that they would be passed on um so i feel like we've done as much safeguarding as we can um and it does feel a bit like that doesn't it when you've gone through all of these things and loss and I don't know about you, but it makes you a bit fearful to try again, like really want to try again. I remember saying to you after TFMR, I really I want to be pregnant again, but I'm terrified of being pregnant yeah. again. I think that's understandable given everything mm-hmm. that, you know, you've gone through. Mm. Um, but, you know, fingers crossed this round will be a little bit more different. Yeah, hopefully. We'll get some little blastocysts. Let's see. Right, guys, um, that's all for this episode. So we will be back um, with our next episode and we're going to talk a little bit more about the protocol that's upcoming and share a little bit about what that looks like because it is quite different to the ones that we've done before. Thanks for listening to this week's episode. If you want to follow real time in stories um, on socials, then you can follow my Instagram handle, which is at Emma K Bell. That's Emma, and then the letter K, B-E-L-L-E. Um, I will be documenting this in stories as we go. So feel free to follow along. <laughs>